Hello everybody and welcome back to the Monsters Behind the Masks. A Carnevale Miniature Game Podcast, I am your host, uh, my name is Dario and with me hosting this episode, my good friend, Lorenzo. Hello, hello. So Lorenzo, what's going again. on? Yeah, all's fine, yeah. So we were, uh, well, I was a bit uh, sick a few days, but uh, mm. now uh, back to work. <laughs> Very good. We're going to finish this faction focus for the guild. Yes, yes. Hopefully, it will be the the, the biggest one that we are going to record since the, the guild is the one with the most models and uh, probably options too. But I think we're we are doing fine. What do you think? Yeah, I agree, and I, I really like that we now have some questions from uh, our uh, our listeners. So I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, to addressing those. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think that this, this kind of interaction with our audience is what we were yep. missing. Yep. And uh, I hope it will give, give our, our podcast a, a boost in uh, mm-hmm. quality. That's yep. what, that is what matters. Okay, okay so Lorenz, what do you think? Are we getting started with uh, I Cittadini di Venezia Part 3? Sounds good. Very good. Let's start. Welcome, cari signori. Welcome to the city of the unending Carnevale. Welcome to Venezia. But be aware, there are monsters behind the masks. Our usual hobby section, and we got a couple of news actually. If we want to take an account of the new MDF scenery about uh, about uh, the procuratie uh, of Piazza San Marco, mm. maybe more of that later. Uh, well, um, for my side, a lot of gaming actually. I got my regular uh, rendezvous with my friends in uh, Ultima Alleanza Padova. We are playing. Uh, Every Thursday night is great. Wow, I, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yes. We are, I'm we are, jealous. <laughs> uh, so sorry for you. But mm. we're building a, a strong community here. Carnevale is, is rising. I think it, it's the game of the year uh, here, uh, in, um, here in Padova. So I'm awesome. very, very, very glad. Mm-mm. Yeah, awesome. Well, if all goes well, I'll have a, a multiplayer game next week. Mm. Interesting. But, uh, Which would be fun. Uh, that will be partitions, uh, doctors, and then probably guild, Rashar. I don't know. Uh, I'll probably bring uh, the Vatican. Hmm. But, uh, well, we'll see. Hopefully, it all, all goes well. <laughs> put uh, put down about the report when, uh, when after you play, please, because I, I'm I really will. curious. Yes, I have to worry. I'm not very good at multiplayer games because it all turns into politics. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> basically you're they, right. <laughs> they tend to gang up on me. <laughs> I, I agree with them. You deserve yeah. it. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> okay. I see. I see. <clears throat> well, you know, uh, um, talking about hobby, I'm. Um, I continue to to build and uh, to work on my Venetian table for the uh, Milano Wargames Convention. 
and uh, I'm working uh, hard working on uh, on the buildings. I completed my very first MDF kits uh, just for simple Venetian houses, and uh, more MDF kits are actually incoming. A couple of bridges. I want the church. Uh, I don't remember the name of the of the little chapel and and the bell tower too. But you know, I I love MDF kits. Now that I finally have got them, you you are a master in that. <laughs> Thank you. No, it's it's true. I mean, in the the guide that you wrote for MDF um, hobbing is uh, is bible to me. Oh. Even if I yeah yeah come on let me shy. But um, I actually had to stray away from that because I'm giving a little announcement. Only for um, for monsters behind the mask uh, listeners, uh, it's a sort of preview just for them. I'm not, I'm updating the Facebook page in uh, the next few days, but I I decided to I we actually decided uh, we because it's me and uh, a friend of mine named Marco. We both decided to start a collaboration. Uh, to bring some additional life to those MDF kits. Guys. You know, my friend Marco from uh, Coral Miniatures is uh, um, a 3D uh, designer. But mm-hmm. he, first of all, he's a war gamer. He started uh, launching, uh, yes, started, started launching um, um, how can I say, a line of... Uh, uh, historical uh, bases. It, it, it's quite interesting for a game that is uh, launching in November. Uh, its name is Test of Honor, if I recall correctly. And we together decided, decided that maybe we can try to bring a little more variety um, to, to 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 the board that we are we are, we, we usually see. And so we are starting a little collaboration, uh, and um, we are trying to to make. Uh, initially make some accessories for MDF kits. Mm. Uh, yeah, um, for example, I don't know, uh, chimneys, uh, some fancy windows, uh, or maybe balconies. Uh, because I, I like MDF. Now that I'm trying to work with it, I, I see that, that, that this is a material with a lot of strong points. It, it's great. It's durable. Uh, and uh, when, when modeled by, by people like you, gives uh, amazing results. But in the end, unfortunately, we thought that MDF has, has some limits. For example, the thickness uh, mm-hmm. that cannot be inferior to three millimeters unless you want to go to gray, with gray bolt. But in that case, the, the details are quite flat. So we're launching this this, uh, this kind of stuff. It won't mm-hmm. be. STL files. We are not selling files. Um, the, I, Marco's idea actually is to blend um, the 3D designs with uh, traditional modeling. I mean, he is great at, at designing things. So he, he models, uh, for example, a window, then 3D print it, add details using green stuff in the old-fashioned way, and then cast using uh, the, the the new window. As a um, as a model to make a silicon master, and then make racing copies. So, uh, very old-fashioned way. <laughs> it works. Awesome. Yeah. If it works, <laughs> now <laughs> let's let's just say that we are in the very first stage mm. of 
early production and prototyping it's a lot of work i didn't imagine about anything mm-hmm. like that <laughs> i'm tired <laughs> no i'm just kidding it's a fun project we we want to try to give players uh, and uh, modelers to something new something uh, something different something that yeah. can work with the stuff that already we have already have we already have yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah i can imagine a lot of stuff yeah Oh, great. like uh, I don't know, like if you got any ideas, yeah. <clears throat> you know what I would really like a, a washing line. <laughs> Can you make that in resin? <laughs> Little clothes hanging, small washing line. Oh wow! Why not? Why not? <laughs> I just imagine I having that in the city. People hang up yeah. their their washing. Places where to where, oh, where 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 characters can jump on. Why not? Hmm. It's a great idea. You know, trying to to get inspiration. I I went to Venice actually many times just to take photos. I got now a library of over four hundred pictures hmm. of balconies and chimneys and altane and people. I think that were looking at me like, what the hell is shooting him? Is shooting a chimney, but how many chimneys <laughs> today? <laughs> this guy is crazy. <laughs> I did one the first time. <laughs> I would expect they're sort of used to people taking pictures in Venice. <laughs> yeah, but usually people take 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 pictures, for example, to the gondolas, to the to the, to the building. I was just zooming into. Mm, let's see if this chimney is with exposed bricks or with stucco. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> another chimney. There are a lot of those. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I always like the sort of uh, some, some buildings have like these strange decorations or uh, markings, and that's always. Uh... You cannot imagine the things that I saw. There are. Crazy markings on uh, on some buildings. Uh, I, I saw, for example, uh, uh, pigs uh, or or eagles uh, grabbing fishes. Uh, they were yeah. family crests, but wow! Yeah, but <laughs> those kind of things are, are nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the idea to try to to yeah. bring some more Venice in Venice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Awesome. Okay, so now the, the, the public announcement is over. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to give us any ideas, uh, uh, write me, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should ask people like a list or something. Yeah, ah, why not? We we got some ideas, mm, and I think that we are showing uh, some prototypes and some stuff like that during Milano World Games. I don't know if Marco mm. is coming because he, he lives in southern Italy, so uh, mm. he's quite a travel for him. But who knows? Maybe, possibly. I really hope so. He's a good friend of mine too, so yeah. I'll be glad to to meet him again. It's two years that we we don't meet each other. But okay, no. sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm over with, with personal personal stuff and things like that. So people are here to listen to your mean, terrible, evil advices about these yes. buildings, friends. <laughs> Yeah. I want to do that too because you know I I love playing guild. <laughs> oh, yes. Some list building. All right. So um, this type I have two regular hundred ducat lists. Uh-huh. Not regular, not regular, but <laughs> there are two. So, so no campaign lists. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did this uh, mostly because um, well there are a couple of sub factions. So I 
I I wanted to do at least sort of two subfections, and <laughs> I know in the questions we're also going to discuss the ostrich list, so yes. I didn't do that. <laughs> All right. So the first list, um, and it's close to one of the the, the questions. So one of the <laughs> questions we had was about uh, a Prince of Thieves list. Uh, this list does not have, have Prince of Thieves, but it does come pretty close. <laughs> it's actually one of my... Um, I haven't run this list, but if I was going to play the guild now, I would run this list. I have all the models painted. So okay. the leader is the, the, the capo, so the, the, the cappuccino. Yes. Uh, he's just a, she, 20 ducats. He's so solid. Good fighter. Mm -hmm. five, five command points. Um, the heroes, we've got Two Baroni. <laughs> I, I know I'm. That's correct. I'm saying that correct, actually. Yes, Baroni. Right. Perfect. Two, two Baroni. Yes. Uh, and the Rialto Assassin. Wow. Yes. So, lots of ranged. Uh, and for henchmen, I think you can already guess. Um, pilfers. Exactly. Leave yes. them. <laughs> three, three pilfers. I, I like them. I like wow. them. Wow. They they can be, they they can. I, I was I was thinking about about them a bit more because when I was making the list, mm -hmm. and they have some really nasty combination also with the Baroni who can give first strike. And yes. What I like about the pilfers is they they are fast and they can they can give your opponent your opponent will easily underestimate them, and that's always good. Mm -hmm. uh, well, maybe they won't now that I'm talking about them, but. Normally you would you would go like ah they're attack two and they have like this crappy weapon. However, if you combine them with like you get, give them first strike uh, and their movement five and dex strike six, so they're really fast. Mm -hmm. uh, and they have plenty of will points, four will points, so they can come in and charge at or maybe do a grapple or a drown at attack five. Yeah, it's easily, easily, and and that's something you you won't you, expect. Won't expect it like this, this, this little kid is coming in and they, they go like stab, <laughs> and and that's not even combining it with with like a jump a charge from above, which they're mm -hmm. they're also very good at. I mean, if you put him on the rooftops, then your opponent suddenly has to really sort of alter his plan or be very careful because if you have even two of those pilfers jumping down, mm -hmm. uh, they can do a lot of damage, even if their attacks are pretty crappy to start with. But yes, so I really like them as henchmen. So I see your point. Yeah. So what do you think about this list? I think that it's uh, really a rent list, <laughs> <laughs> and I like it actually a ton because um, it's got a little bit of everything, and um, it's a nice combined arms list. I mean, you've got. Three pilfers, as you say, they can be surprisingly, surprisingly de deadly, if I can say. I tried the pilfer in my last game, uh, and uh, I wasn't actually very lucky with, with the guy because um, was uh, brutally drowned by a couple of the China. But this is another mm. story. Yeah, mm, yeah, nine. They got they got only how many life points? Nine life points. Nine. So yeah. he, I don't remember if he, if he created on uh, on the kid, but he was basically drowned in. Uh, probably two actions 
But yeah. um, if the things went uh, according to the plan, probably the pilfer would have been sticking around for longer. But okay, who cares? There are a lot of kids to be employed in this way in Venice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the combination of two Baronis and a Rialto Assassin and the Capo de Cina as well, it's really nasty. I mean, you're bringing uh, five, nine, sorry, nine, um, nine con- common points to, to the game. And so you're fueling your uh, your Rialto Assassin with common points and so actions. Uh, you got range because Baroni packs some, some range too. And um, the Capodecina can solve many problems when uh, when things come uh, up and close. My only concern here is that you probably won't have a lot of uh, water canal game, but uh, who cares? I think that you can force your opponent to play at your conditions. Uh, yes, at your conditions when playing such an aggressive list. You got the rooftops. Rooftops are yours, and probably streets too. So even if you want, don't want to go into the canals, who cares? Yep. Yep. You can engage at your terms, because if the opponent sits waiting for you, you can just shred it uh, at range with uh, two Baroni and uh, Arialto Assassin. So it's quite a great list. <laughs> Thank you. I think that we, we answered the, the, the question of, that Clayton Peshward I'm sorry, I don't, I cannot, I just cannot <laughs> read surnames, sorry. But mm-hmm. Clayton, I think that we, we answered your question about the, the, the not, not the Prince of Thieves list, but uh, um, a Thieves list, which yes. is good. There's actually, there's actually a way to make it a Prince of Thieves list. Mm. It's very easy. Uh, you can upgrade the cup, the cupboard cheetah for a mm-hmm. thieves, and then you have to downgrade one of the pilfers to a dog. <laughs> <laughs> the good boy we were talking about in the second yes. part. Yes. <laughs> so you know you have you have this dog running around that you don't do not control, but. <laughs> you have the Prince of Thieves <laughs> and his dog, oh, and his dog, <laughs> and the dog is then attacking your own guys because your own guys probably. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. <laughs> you know what? In that case, you can deploy all your forces except for the dog in one corner, and then the dog alone there, <laughs> yeah. biting people and roaming around <laughs> like a stray dog. He's a stray dog. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this is very fun. (laughs) Oh my goodness, this is so fun. (laughs) And uh, now now I'm curious about your second list too. Okay, so my second list, Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to make a bit of more uh, a controversial list. So if you thought Hmm. the the first list wasn't controversial, the second list is a bit controversial and it feels a bit like cheating. But I'll, I'll tell you the list and then you give me your opinion. Okay. Um, so we start off with the madam mm-hmm. as the leader. Mm-hmm. So that's a house of virtue. Okay. Uh, we get uh, two dancers, you know, because uh, they're amazingly good. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to tell you the third uh, hero yet. But okay. the henchman will have two escorts. Okay. And a harlot. And then okay. the third hero is the brewer. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. 
The brewer, so the Pulcinella brewer, we're, we're going to take yeah. this in the South of Virtualist. Why? Because the brewer is basically mobile water. Okay. Um, you, can, you can drown everybody with. And who are, who are very good drowners? The escorts. Mm -hmm. And the escorts also have bodyguard. Uh, so they can protect each other. So, so it mm -hmm. activates for each other and activates with the brewer. <laughs> and, and you can use the dancer, uh, uh, the dancers to position. Well, you can't you can't charge, but you can do a lot of movement shenanigans with the dancers yes. to to get the brewers and uh, to get the brewer and the escorts in the right position. Because <laughs> if you get if you get the the escorts to drown people. With the brewer, I mean, we're talking about a lot of dice. I mean, they, they yeah. are uh, like four attacks, and they're on a large base, and they, they have four will points, so it's easy, like uh, five, se seven, seven dice for a drowning attack. Yes. And then you also use the madam to get all your rerolls. Of course. So you're rolling like seven dice, putting a couple of rerolls. That's a lot of drowning. That's a lot of drowning action. And then your opponent has to deal with the brewer <laughs> because otherwise you can do, yeah, you can really get an opponent off guard if they're not like ready for this, if they're like, what's going on here? Have... And then, yeah. <laughs> if they don't listen to our podcast. Exactly. Of course, this list completely doesn't work against Rashar. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. In most lists, I think, I think this is, I, I just thought it was really funny interesting you know it, it sort of fits the theme i mean a brewer you know with a with a with house of virtue yes yes it's, it's, not, it's, perfect. it's not too far off no no not at all someone <laughs> has to like, provide the booze someone has to yeah. provide the fun it's like the tavern owner but uh, yeah i thought the combination of escorts and and the brewer i thought it was was so strong so, and and also with the dancers you know to move everybody into position because you know the brewers and the escorts aren't really fast no, not at all. Really fast. So, what do you think? <laughs> am, am I, is this cheating? <laughs> is this... No, no, it's it's amazing. It's really thinking out of the box. You know, when when we were talking about the various heroes and uh, and you said that probably the only the only Pulcinella worth taking outside Pulcinella gang was the Fire Breather. Well, actually. Yeah. It appears that it wasn't the only one. <laughs> no, I lied. No, I didn't lie. I didn't follow you lied. <laughs> keep, then, keep, your, keep your secrets then, Gandalf. Yeah. But... <laughs> you also have a ton of, ton of uh, uh, command points in this list. Yes. Yes. With, we are like... we're bringing at least 12, 15, 14, 14 command points. <laughs> so... so plenty of out-of-activation uh, actions. Yeah, you, you should actually... Make sure that you don't waste them in this list. You like constantly have to give your escorts free action points, <laughs> something like that. And drown, yeah. And drown, yeah. And drown, yeah. The, the the real selling point, the real selling point here is that you're you're just you've got a ton of command points, but the the, the real great thing is that they are spread in four characters out of a uh, out of seven. So yes, you're 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 going to deal a, lot, a ton of damage. You got the, the handy arlo too to fill up points and uh, you know maybe go grab them on an objective. But wow, yeah. uh, I'm speechless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just speechless. This this, this is is so extreme that I really want to play it. 
Unfortunately, I don't own House of Virtue, but damn it, it's good. Yes, as you say, Russia will, will shred you, but luckily for us, we know what we are going to face before uh, before doing this. So if you want, if you want, if you know, sorry, that you are not playing against Rashar, why don't give this list a try? It's perfect. It's yeah. really interesting and unexpected. It's just unexpected. It's, it's amazing. Really, Lance. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's the strength of the of the, the guild. If if you're mm-hmm. only if you know I'm going to play against the guild, and mm-hmm. you don't know what models your opponents have, you could be facing either one of these lists. Yes, and that's so hard to <laughs> to, to think about. So either way, you're playing like two Baronian assassin, or you're playing against a dancer uh, and, and a brewer. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. The list is the, the guild is not stuck with the. Uh, the v- just Venetian citizen theme, yeah. it, it can be extremely varied and can yeah. um, can answer to to a lot of threads and pose many questions. It's interesting. It's really interesting. One of the things I forgot about the first mm-hmm. list, which I, oh, I yes. still want to mention, is that this list, the the first list, or so the one with the Brony, the, the assassin, and the pilfers, mm-hmm. is really great against like magic user lists. Like for example, against the doctors, mm-hmm. because everybody, maybe not the assassin, has pickpocket. Okay. Oh yes. And if you if you use the brony and the assassin to target, for example, one or two madmen, you're stripping will they, points. They can easily they can easily take out a madman, and then you start stealing will points with the, the pilfers. You can like. Yes, go in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go in, attack of opportunity, and then uh, and uh, and then run away. It's amazing. It's really amazing. Yes, yes, totally. I I didn't see this this kind of yes. I I thought about the 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 full pilfer sorry the full um, pickpocket list outside of Rialto Assassin of course. But um, the interaction against mages uh, it's really cool. It's really really cool. And probably yes, this is a night a nightmare to face if you are if you are playing doctors. I mean, you have really to carefully protect your madmen and your doctors too. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. Well, Rens, so <laughs> you you made those two nasty, nasty days. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, is anything else that you want to add to to your your evil plans? No, but if people lose friends over these lists, please do not. <laughs> do not blame. Do not. Don't blame friends. No, you. It's, we it's ask all, for it. Fun. It's all fun. Yes, of course. It's all fun. Eh? I mean, uh... <laughs> lose your friends. <laughs> Just play multiplayer games, then they can they can beat you up together. Yeah, why not? Make mod, or maybe use uh, another friends list to face those friends uh, lists. Why not? Fight I'm fire not... with fire. Exactly. I'm, actually, I'm quite curious about seeing some of your lists against each other. They can be we, really we, funny. We did play uh, play once uh, the the Strigo list versus the Doctor's list, but the Strigo list turned out to be a bit uh, <laughs> not not as strong as I hoped. No. So, I mean, it happens. It's not guaranteed. It happens. It's not guaranteed. Yes. 
probably was was playing the, in the uh, in the wrong scenario. Who knows? Who knows? Very good, Renz. Um, if the list building section is uh, over, I yes. think that ca- we can jump to our brand new and shiny Q&A section. Yeah, the Q&A section. Very good. So, Q&A section. This is the next step to make our podcast your podcast too. But why we, did we wait so long, Renz? I don't know. <laughs> I don't <laughs> mean. Should be a question soon. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I agree with idea sooner, but better soon, better later than uh, never. Yeah. However, okay. So let's start with the first questions. Um, actually, guys, we um, grouped a couple of questions uh, uh, that were asked uh, um, a couple of times in just a single answer. We are mentioning the the question and then uh, answering to. To, to it, okay? So, first one is from John, who asks, uh, how do you build your game differently depending on the faction you're facing? Which models are the most effective against which faction? Well, Renz, um, shall, I, uh, shall I answer, or do you prefer to start? No, you can start. Okay. That's fine. Well, um, my dear John, I think that what makes... Carnival, a really lovable game, is a thing that we that I said before, that you know what faction and what scenario you're playing in advance. So you can build your 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 gang accordingly. Um, well, I personally tend to focus more on scenario than uh, the trying to counter the other faction, since there, there is a lot yeah. of variety inside each one. Okay, the guild is is I think is the, the brightest example, but even doctors can uh, play very differently with very different focus. So it's hard to tell um, a, a, what's an out of the counter against each faction. I have some ideas. Mm, usually, so I try to tend to I tend to focus on on uh, the scenario that I'm playing, and um, in this way, I try to with this idea at least. To try to force the opponent to play uh, against, uh, sorry, at my conditions. But I can, I think I can share some thoughts about facing spe- specific factions, for ex- and feel, sorry, and models to be fielded against those factions. For example, um, for example, against Rashar, I, I surely want to to employ at least a fisherman. Because Rashar usually uh, brings some monsters, uh, and even if they don't have monsters, enforcers uh, uh, are very common. If they focus under the gun church, so fishermen are cute, they can fight in water. And um, another character get, that can be extremely good and helpful, uh, helpful against Rashar is the Black Lamp, because they are surely, for sure, uh, fielding magic. In the in the form of the voice of the gun or the magic shot. Uh, against patricians, uh, actually, I think that any big base model is uh, is good because the patrician uh, patrician they hate to go into water, so grapple and uh, drowning should be the f- main tactic against them. They the problem is that they do what the guild does, but better. <laughs> Noble <laughs> Snob, nob, nobles. Yeah. <laughs> mm, let's see against Doctor. 
probably the Cappadocina. For the reasons that Francis said before, uh, first of all, you got pickpocket, so it's very annoying. And uh, doctors usually hate close combats, and rooftop is not their best uh, way to play, usually, unless they feel the gorilla, right? Gorillas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very good. That's a good counter. Yeah. Um, lots of gorillas. Yeah, lots of gorillas. So even the black lamp can be can be handy because all the leaders here are are mages, so you can try to counter some spells. Mm, probably even better than against the Rashar because usually Rashar mages are, are very powerful, so countering them is not uh, an automatic thing. While usually uh, doctors mages are level, they feel ma more mages, but of lower levels, so it's easier to counter them using the black lamp. Yeah. Mm, what else? Uh, what we're we're living inside the Vatican and Strigoi. Yep. Well, Vatican is probably the Farbrader. Farbrader is the new hotness because of mm -hmm. the high penetration and the fact that usually Vatican wants to stick together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true. And against Trigoid, that is tough because they do a lot of things and they do a lot of things well. well probably here I'm picking the Baroni. Some Baroni because um, usually... Uh, Strigoi are quite on the low protection side, low hate, low life points, and so and you want to kill them in a, in a single activation if possible. So probably the Baroni is Baroni are the the characters in guild that can put out the the single highest damage output per per action or per activation. May May I add to that that uh, ranged yes. combat versus Baroni versus uh, Strigoi yeah. is good. Mm -hmm. Strigo like to get up close so they can use their vampiric uh, ability. But if you mm -hmm. can keep them at the distance with Baroni or with uh, the Oliblast, that's, uh, that's yes, something you don't like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, that's that's one another reason to feel to feel the Barone or yep. to Baroni yep. Yep. Uh, against against Strigoi. And uh, last, the faction that is not a faction, <laughs> the mm -hmm. the gifted. Mm -hmm. Gifted are, diff are very different. I don't know if there is a, a tactic that can generally work against uh, the gifted since they are so varied and can be filled in so many different ways. But probably if I am playing against gifted, uh, I'm facing very few models. So the guild can uh, throw the the, the board with models and here I think that the, the, the classic Pulcinella 8 Pulcinella plus the king list is <laughs> is something mm -hmm. that can probably be interesting to play against uh, Strigoi. Just out-activate them. Sorry, Strigoi, the gifted. Out-activate them. That's the way in which I sh probably am going to play against uh, against each faction. But I want to hear your opinion as I'm talking too much. Sorry. No, no, it's good. Uh, first, I agree with a lot of points you said. I also, I mean, yeah, the scenario is number one for, for me also. And the point is, it depends a bit on your opponent. Like, if, if you sort of know your models, the, uh, the your opponent could possibly bring, then it might have some advantage. 
But if like if you're playing like uh, on the the tabletop simulator, your bones could literally bring anything. And it's such a different game. If you're playing doctors and they're playing like double spirit cannon or they're playing I don't know double double uh, a crocodile, it's a completely different game. Um, but you made some good points. Like uh, you can always count on doctors having magic. You can always count on on the Rashar having magic and having like. Uh, Playing the drowning game mostly, uh, you can count on uh, the patricians that you have to drown them because you can't, you can barely outfight them. Um, you can count on the the Vatican having to be close together because that's how they operate most of the time. Uh, so those are the things you could uh, think about. But yeah. Other than that, I, I would mostly focus on the on the scenario. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Focusing against uh, a faction is is not easy. I mean, each faction operates can operate in different ways. So there's not an easy answer, or yeah, uh, yeah there is no truth here, I mean, or just opinions and uh, and possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Want to go over with the next next question? Yes, yes. Did, did we answer all the sub questions of John? Uh, from John, yes, I think so. Because uh, but the building gangs, uh, uh, I think we, we answered in a very subtle way that <laughs> only the most uh, careful listeners will understand. I don't know if we answered actually, but. I, I hope so. <laughs> and about the models, yes, I think that here we, we answered in a very direct, direct way. So yeah, okay. I would jump for it with uh, the Clayton question. Um, yes. We already have uh, answered one about the how would you build a full Prince of Thieves uh, list? Yeah, um, yep. we already have covered it. Yeah. Then. They seem to only have a few options if you want to stay pure thieves and often ends up way over or under points. Any suggestion? Okay, we are done with that. Secondly, why is that that a full ostrich rider force is the best force <laughs> in the game? I, I I agree with you. I am sure about that. But I want yep. to hear Ren's opinion because he, I'm not, I am sure you are not entirely convinced that the ostrich riders are the best. Um, <laughs> I, I agree that they are very good. However, they have uh one well I, I think the biggest weakness is that there are a few scenarios where they will not be <laughs> as good as you want them <laughs> to be i i uh so for example uh, for example you have a couple of scenarios where you can put down objectives and if your opponent puts all the objectives on top of buildings uh, you ultimately exactly. lose those <laughs> <laughs> Because everybody has limited movement. So if you have a scenario yes. where you have like four objectives and your opponent puts two objectives on top of buildings and there are two You're objectives done. in the on the ground, then you know the best you can do is a draw. Yeah. Probably. So yeah. That is not very good. No. Um so that's but, a disadvantage. Oh, but otherwise they are very fast. Uh they can you can really overwhelm an opponent. So uh, yeah, maybe you can talk a bit more about <laughs> why they are so amazing. No, I think that okay. First of all, as we said, uh, consider that you are you are you are fielding them when you know 
when they're worth to be to be to be filled in a full ostrich uh, ostrich rider again. Yeah. Uh, yes, I, I think that I played a scenario where all six objectives were on rooftops. So, oh my God, in that case, of course, playing ostrich is just suicide. You want to lose the game, but having a lot of fun, yeah. then go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the the, the pulchinellas won't care about losing the game if they have enough fun. Yeah. However, um, I think that yes, you say that the the ostrich are crazy, are crazy, crazy fast. My my to go ostrich list would be ostrich king, two very loud, loud ostriches, and three regular regular ones. Yeah. I think that we are at ninety nine ducats, so you can uh, just put. Uh, um, a flashbang grenade, why not? <laughs> the rolls reprise, but it's, it's useless just to just for rolls. Yeah. What to say about this list? Uh, it's very unique. You are the, the, the unique possibility to travel half a board, in, I think, around probably less than around. But um, the, the point here is to choose, you're going probably to have the alpha strike, probably. And you're probably choo- choosing where the engage is going to be. Mm, so choose carefully. Uh, if you got uh, any a campo, so a square, where you can uh, take advantage uh, and not yes, and you can uh, take advantage of the fact that you got a forty millimeters base and you want to to try to use the mob rule, which is key with every pulchinella gang. Uh, yes, play in wide spaces. Uh, avoid this narrow calle, calle, sorry, because uh, if you go into the narrow streets, you you are bottled, and uh, you can uh, you you can't exploit any kind of uh, advantage from a rule, which will be very sad, especially for very loud ostriches that yes. uh, sort of live on on it, live and die on uh, the mob rule. So choose carefully where, where and when to engage because you've got the speed and uh, you've got the, um, the maneuverability to, to go where you want and when you want. Mm, don't forget that ostriches are incredibly fast in water. I love it. <laughs> That's amazing. I didn't even think about it. And then I thought about it. They're like movement five in, in water. It's what? <laughs> like swimming really fast. It's fast as a shark monster. Yes. I don't <laughs> know if actually swim that fast, but <laughs> that's uh, yes, they do. unexpected. Yeah, yeah, truly, truly unexpected. I, I, like, I was thinking about that. Wow, yeah. my ostriches are moving five inches in water. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and so this unlocks another possibility for the ostriches that is drowning people. You got forty millimeters base, so basically you are, um, yeah. generally speaking, you are you're throwing a dice, uh, an additional dice when when uh, grappling people, and now you you can jump into the water and drown. Why not? It's it's a beautiful <laughs> tactic, and and, and uh, actually stun before and then grapple and drown. Why not? It's even yeah, better. There's a nice idea, Dario. Uh, you give one of the ostrich riders a, a lime wire breather. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the points. You you should uh, uh, yeah you, you should uh, uh, drop a very loud ostrich and uh, add a, a fourth. I, ju- I just want to go for the image, like, like having having a, a breathing <laughs> apparatus on the on the ostrich. On the ostrich. Oh my, this is steampunk. I want to do that. 
the pulcinella, of, co- of course, the, the breathing apparatus is for, for, the, for the bird, not for the pulcinella. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on top, holding yes. on for dear life. <laughs> All this thing is diving, like, pff, diving out of the water. Well, you are talking about uh, how many inches? Eight inches of movement inside the water. Then you are going out for five additionally, so 13 plus seven of regular movement on drive. We are, we are uh, covering 20 inches yeah. with, uh, with the live water rebreather. There's actually a couple of scenarios where you have to run to the other side of the board. I, I do not want to play that against an ostrich gang. <laughs> it's no. like, how do you stop them? <laughs> it's yes. like, most of the time, you know, ex- escape the fog. Okay, done. Yeah, oh. <laughs> like, where's the fog? <laughs> <laughs> We're on the other side of the city already. <laughs> like Roadrunner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like standing now they, behind. <laughs> now they got the puff of of uh of uh, around the, the, the legs of the ostrich. I don't know how to say that. But <laughs> they're very yeah. cartoony and so they're perfectly fitting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so I think that Clayton is right. They are the, the most amazing gang in the, in the whole carnival <laughs> roster. <laughs> you try to beat Escape the Fog against, uh, against them. Against <laughs> you better <laughs> <have> balls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Want to go with the next question? Yeah, let, let's do that. Jorgen <laughs> okay. uh, asks us, would love to hear your thoughts about the models in the guild roster, which have top tier which are trash, which are solid in all this, and what sort of future addition to the line you'd like to see and tactics against other factions? Well, we are skipping, sorry, sorry, Jorgen, but we are skipping the part of the future additions uh, because uh, we are talking about that in the um, next question, mm-hmm. because many people ask that about, uh, and uh, tactics against the other faction, we um, already tipped our toes uh, into it when answering to John, but probably we can spend a couple of words, uh, additional words. Hmm. Mm, what, do you, what do you want to do, Lorenz? Uh, shall I start answering, or do you prefer to start by yourself? After your opinion on the, on the okay. tiers. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, uh, first of all, I don't think that there are truly Fresh models in the no. whole range of Carnival. No, mm, there are models that are more situational than other. Yes, citizens, you are not entirely trash. You are bad, but not trash. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I, the, the problem here in in Guild, at least, that is that some models just work in their subfaction, uh, while some other are. Um, just good because they, they do what they do independently of the people they got around. And I'm talking about, for example, a Baroni, the Baroni. But, uh, okay, let's see. I'm, I'm trying to answer in, in an organized way. I'm selecting three uh, models for each tier. Um, top tier, uh, solid, and trash. And uh, I'm picking a model for each category of those, okay? So, for example, in top tier, I'm putting no leaders here. Because all the leaders in a guild faction require skill. They require skill, they, they require some practice to be used properly um, in a way or another. For example, Prince of Thieves has a window of effectiveness that is quite narrow, but can be, can be um, powerful in, when, play, when uh, played at its conditions. 
uh, even the Cappadocina requires some skills because if you commit him too early, it's going to die and you're losing all the bonus that he brings to the gang. Uh, Madame is probably the highest skill cap because, yes, you're going to try to support your gang, but you have to learn timing of uh, using her different abilities. Uh, you have to try to avoid engagements unless you really want to go to. So um, they require some skills, not up tier here. The top tier here are from uh, the hero section. And uh, two of those. First one is uh, the Baroni entry, because Baroni are just amazing. They do a lot of things, uh, and uh, they bring common points. Uh, they give a punch. They, they they do a lot of stuff. And they are, they are quite resilient, too, because of the large life point pool and protection. The other one is Rialto Assassin. Mm -hmm. As long as you fuel this guy with uh, command points, he's going to, to wreck havoc and destroy everything he touches. Mm, then uh, the Fire Breather for the Enchantment. Because as you say, this model probably is the one that can operate independently from the Pulcinella gang. And uh, I think that is just good because brings something that usually in a guild you won't find, you won't find area damage. Mm -hmm. Other factions have got access to magic, so they can try to use some, some spells to have some area damage or doctors with the spirit cannon. They can blast, uh, blast enemies apart, but Firebreather brings something unique and um, very different in the guild. So Firebreather, in my opinion, is top tier. Then, uh, solid picks. For the leaders, I say Capodecino. I don't know if he's a thing of just experience because he's the first leader that you usually have in your guild. He's in the starter, so he's the one that probably you're going to be more experienced with. But it's a solid, very solid, solid, solid leader. Mm, even if you don't play trade, as you as you write in your list, uh, the couple is leading a gang of thieves. So even if you don't play trade, Capodicina can be amazing. Mm, it requires some skills, but gives you some unique things like strong uh, rooftop game, for example. And uh, strong hand-to-hand -hand combat too, plus pickpockets and so utility in... Um, in an objective-based game. So Capodecina is a great leader, in my opinion. Then, a hero, uh, the Very Loud Ostrich. I think that Very Loud Ostrich is really, really good. Even if you don't play in Pulcinellas, because he can um, restore will points to nearby allies and uh, have this amazing command ability of uh, forcing people into close combat. Mm, bring big base. Is uh, is a well designed character. It's almost uh, it's on, on on the expensive side because sixteen ducats is uh, the the same cost of, of of the baroni. But it's interesting. I I, I love the very low ostrich. It's interesting. Then for the henchman, my solid pick is the pilfer. Mm, any any. Scenario that is not a direct murder party, the pilfer can do well. And even in those scenarios, the pilfer, as you say, can do his part. Since he got a larger will points, will points um, uh, pool to to use, and uh, the possibility to 
to have access to from the sorry to have access to those gorgeous attack from above since he got the 76 is going to spend most of his time on the roofs so pilfer why not then the trash <laughs> but it's not trash come on no. they, no. they just the low let's say that the low tier works better in their sub factions usually low tier leaders here I'm putting two of those are the two Pulcinella king, kings. Uh, so regular one and the ostrich one because the their pointer is to be fielded outside of almost pure Pulcinella gang. Mm-hmm. Mm, the, their abilities are totally geared towards uh, helping their their Pulcinella friends. And uh, they don't bring anything else if you don't play them in that way. And they got only two action points so that is crap <laughs> so mm, this is what uh, for a hero another Pulcinella here Pulcinella Brute mm, because it's very situational I usually find better ways to spend those 14 ducats but mm, probably is uh, worth a try if you want to have fun because uh, the ability to not be stunned is cute <laughs> it's really interesting but it's a little bit on the expensive side. It can be justified in a Pulcinella gang. But outside that, I don't know. And the henchman is going to be citizens. No, it's the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Try to play dogs without the dog keeper. Yeah. <laughs> they are pointless. They, I mean, they're no no usage of outside uh, being filled with the dog keeper. And even that, I don't know. No, the citizens. The citizens are the true winners. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding because you're, if you're fielding dogs, uh, you're fielding dog keeper too. But the citizens, I don't know. Even in a trade, uh, in a in, in a trade list, I, I, I just cannot feel them. I don't, I don't like them that much. I, I always find a duca to spare and upgrade them to something more useful. Or just playing a pilfer, I don't know. Or a harlot. I, I see them more useful than the regular citizens. I want I want to hear your, your opinion here. Uh on the citizens or on the tears? <laughs> on the tier list. Mm. On tier list. All right, so so I'll do a bit a bit shorter tier. So um let's start with my top tier. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll do I'll do so let me just say I think the guild is very well, well balanced. Uh, so I think everybody, like you said, has their worth taken. I don't think there are like crappy models. So let's just assume that everybody that I don't mention is okay. <laughs> and I'll just mention, uh, let me just get the number. I'll mention three in my top tier and three in my, uh, my, uh, crappy mid. List. Oh, okay. So no, 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 mid. Okay. Yeah. Only top and, and bottom. <laughs> so my top list. All right. So. I totally agree with you with the Rialto Assassin. He's definitely one of my not only favorites, but he's so good. Uh, second, you didn't mention her, is the dancer, in my opinion. Ah. She was she's, my boss. Yeah, she's so cheap. 14 ducats, free command points. That alone would be enough, but she also has a lot of other great stuff that we already mentioned. And I agree with you on the third. Uh, I was I was torn between the the fire breather and the baroni, but I I think the fire breather is 
because she's a henchman, she is a, a bit higher on the tier list. Uh, and yeah, for 11 ducats, she can do something very unique, especially for henchmen, but also unique in the game, uh, which you don't see very often, especially not for 11 ducats. So she's my uh, my third pick. Mm -hmm. Then of the, the trash. So I agree with the brutes. <laughs> poor brutes. Uh, poor brutes. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, for me, he's, he's, he's not bad, Like, but he's just a bit bit boring. Uh, a bit too defensive, I guess, in his abilities. Second, uh, I think you can already guess it. It's, it's the butcher. <laughs> poor butcher. He's the same class. Yeah, he's within the same class. Um, and then the third choice third choice actually yeah uh, I don't know I I, I would yeah. say the citizens uh, I don't, but mostly because they are a bit boring not because I don't think they're they're not good mm -hmm. uh, and I'm not sure I think the heart is better I, th I think they are sort of the same. I think the Harlot is just less boring. <laughs> and the Citizen is just sort it's sort of a benchmark, I think. I mm, see them yes. benchmark for, for a lot of models in the game. Like if you compare their stats, I always compare them back to the Citizen. Because yes. they're so they're so basic. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, they, uh, they are the average human. Yeah. Yeah. So so they're they're a good benchmark and, and they are necessary in the game. And I do like that they are like the average citizens. But at the end of the day, uh, I would never take citizens, for example, without the recruiter, mm -hmm. or something like that. They they need something else to make them interesting and to to make them stronger. So your answer is uh, your third pick is the citizens. Yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll join you with the citizens, but only because most of my my choices in sort of the the, the low tier are based because I don't think they are. Interesting enough. Uh, Which one? Sorry. So I so I, I chose the citizen, the the butcher, and uh -huh. the, and the brute, mostly because okay. I don't think they are exciting enough. Mm. Okay, I see your point. Maybe so. You know, prob yeah. probably the brute is just a, a butcher that went into Hulkle because he realized it's crap. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. No, I, I see your point. I, I actually was torn between the, the dancer and the Verdlad Ostrich when uh, choosing the, the solid hero. Because the, I think that the Verdlad Ostrich brings a little bit more um, and uh, have something in common with the dancer. Not mm -hmm. the same role exactly, because the, the dancer is more flexible since she can move uh, people around without the restriction of charge. But the Verdlad Ostrich brings the, the, the possibility of uh, will points recover that is not always nice and the big base and, you know, little things as the stun weapon. I don't know. In the end, I, I was for the Verdlad Ostrich. Maybe even maybe because he's the, the, the new boy in town, so I'm attracted by this new hotness. Yeah, no, they're, they're good arguments. Yeah. For me, the, the difference was the, like the, the Fortin Ducats, and she's just that makes her easy mm -hmm. to include in the gang. In, a, in yeah. your gang, uh, the, yeah, the, I agree with you with that. Fortin Ducats, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
to the customer. Probably we can can make the difference in some instances. If we say with uh with um your 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 thieves list, uh, the two Ducats can change things. <laughs> Three yeah. Ducats in that case, but okay. What else? Um, a quick recap about uh, tactics against other factions. Okay, let's see what we can do. Well, against the guild. Good luck. <laughs> no, it depends entirely on what sub faction is probably going to play your your opponent because uh, you can try to to exploit the weakness of that particular sub faction, but it's not easy at all. I mean, I mean, against Polchinella, for example, they they usually their protection is uh, like wet paper. So trying to to kill to focus on a, on on a single model at a time, or mostly like you will fight uh, against Trigoi. Uh, don't let them surround you and so uh, against the, the trade probably try to snipe Capodecina but it's not easy uh, better to go against the recruiters I suffered from uh, a tactic like that and it was actually useful against me mm, let's see how severe to target the dancer because it's, it's, a key, it's a key model and the madame of course Let's yeah. see against the Rashar. Well, against the Rashar, I think that you have to, you, you, the way you should aim your strategy is to try to cut the head, so kill the Magi or kill the voice if they are filled in the voice of Bagon. Mm-hmm. Because many strategies of Rashar are rounded above to the, around, sorry, the, the leaders. They're great and uh, usually they're on the fragile side, uh, but not always true. <laughs> However, try to try to focus on the um, on the leaders, and usually the leaders are the ones that bring common points uh, to the gang. So you have got many many additional benefits if you can uh, uh, if you can pull out an early kill on a magi or, or a voice and so on. Let's see then against the patricians. Uh, as we already mentioned, this is an hard matchup. Because they fight better than you usually, uh, they don't like water, so take this at your advantage. You can uh, count on on uh, the great commandability of the faction. So if you're playing a dancer or a leader with a high mind, even the recruiter is good in that instance. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to have some rerolls to to reroll grapple actions and reroll and reroll drown actions because that's the way that probably you're going to fight against the. Um, the nobles uh, play dirt. They don't, they don't want to get dirt, so play in the dirtiest way that you can imagine. Mm, don't fight them in a fair fight because they will shred you. Yes. Then, 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 let's see. Uh, the Vatican. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not easy because they stick together. So feel the push in far better. Otherwise, try to try to kill isolated or support models. Just an altar boy can be incredibly annoying. I don't know. I, uh, when we played, I, I think that the altar boy was was a thorn because in the end, in the end game, he still had three command points to be used to win the initiative at what a ten or nine point model. I hated that boy. <laughs> so try to try to strike the the support models or the isolated ones. It's not easy, but it, it can be a strategy. Yeah. And then, uh, well, against Rigoy, as we said, 
focus on one model per time because if yeah. you give the possibility to a steroid to heal, you're good, as good as that. <laughs> yeah. Unless against the gifted, if you're facing a gifted gang, I, okay, I'm assuming, assuming that if you're facing a gifted gang, probably the gang is rounded about the Commedia dell'arte because, you know, El Capitano is the only leader available to the faction and uh, Commedia dell'arte, and sh- they share a single weakness together that is a poor protection values. They usually got protection three, probably four, I don't remember, but they are quite on the, um, yeah, three. Uh, yes, after the rebalancing, they got protection three. So um, try to work on that and uh, on the fact that you are going to outnumber them most of the time. So. Yeah. Yep. Don't know. What do you think, Renz? No, sounds good. Uh, I mean, for, with the, the, uh, the uh, gifted, you can try to, if you manage to focus to, to get one or two models down, then you can really get a lot more activations. Mm-hmm. So, but that's a general rule in Carnival. Don't spread your damage out too much. Always try to get a model. It's better to to kill one model completely than to have two yes. injured. Uh, but it's more general advice. Uh, no, I think I think we uh, we that's a, a good assessment. Yeah. Hmm. Well, thank you. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I no, I think that this is just just as a general advices, of course. Yeah, but uh, again, like we said, it's difficult against a complete faction. That is, most mm-hmm. fa- factions uh, can be quite diverse if they want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's see. Now, the last question. That is, yes, the last question from many people. Uh, we're grouping here um, the answer to to John, to Jorgen, and I, I need some effects like drums that are uh, playing, but I haven't. Lewis Clark himself. Yes, guys. Yeah. <laughs> because Lewis wrote, uh, wrote to Renz, and uh, let's see what he asked. If you could add one character to the faction, what would it be? I expect Ruth's answer from Renzo and a fluff answer from Dario. Renzo, what, what did that, what did Lewis add to, to his question? Please say, say it loud. <laughs> the, oh, kiss. The, little, the little kissy heart. Oh, yes. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, that man is awesome mm. well yes it's quite a nice challenge yes <laughs> well we, I think that we can happily say that uh, this is the guild episode so um, we are covering of course guild models but we are probably going to, to do a, a little special episode in which we are going to answer this question for the faction that we already covered it's fair to to the players of Attic, oh, sorry, of um, doctors and uh, and Strigoi and so on, and to give up, give up our thoughts about uh, what can be had, our ideas. To I, I think that it, it's nice and cute. Yeah, yeah, and maybe if well, we have some uh, some questions and answers for those factions that we already covered, we can do those yeah. as well. Of course, I not think... completely, completely re-analyzing <laughs> everything, but yeah. 
Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Um, it's, 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 I think it's, it's a nice way to, to keep those reviews fresh to um, answer any questions uh, about, about the, the faction that we already covered. But now, let's take a look at this particular question. Respect the oh, sorry, Francis. Do you want to start? Uh, yeah, yes, please. Hi. Yeah, ah, well, come on. All right, so, um, before I start with the, 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 the what, what would I add to the faction? I'll, I'll start with that, and then I'll start with a specific example of sort of a character. Mm -hmm. Um, so because they introduced the new trade keyword, yes, uh, and I really liked it, and currently there's only one character really does anything with it so i would love to see more characters interact with the trade keyword mm -hmm. um the second thing which i would find interesting maybe from a sort of flop for a story percep percep mm -hmm. perception is uh maybe one or two other assassins mm -hmm. Because I like the idea that there's like a Rialto assassin, but maybe there's like also a type of assassin from another part of Venice. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That would be interesting. That uses sort of a different mechanic. Maybe that it uses poison or I don't know, battle axes. I have no idea. <laughs> yes, why not? Yeah. And the last thing uh, where I have my example is subfaction uh, crossover, as I call it. Oh, yes. So that you have like models that, that are connected to the guild, uh, to trade, but also to maybe Pulcinella or. I think that would be interesting so you can more easily or diversify your gang and, and have, yeah, sort of crossover from the House of Virtue and trade. I don't know. But the example I had for that was what I call the, the agitator. Mm -hmm. uh, this would be a Pulcinella character. Mm -hmm. uh, and then he would probably agitate or talk in the street and talk about the like the cult. Uh, uh, the cult of the the ending world or something mm -hmm. it's called cool. uh, and what he would do is convert uh, or add or co convert the trade keyword into the pulcinella keyword wow uh, so allowing you to use trade characters in your pulcinella gang I think that would be, <laughs> that's uh... cool <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that would give some interesting uh options like yeah i also like the idea like you have a gondola that just joined and is just getting drunk maybe maybe they should also lose one point of mind or something i don't know <laughs> because they start drinking <laughs> that's a that's a nice idea but i thought that would be interesting it allows you a bit more flexibility when when you have your Pulsionata gang. And uh, of course, the, the agitator could also do other things like uh, maybe annoy your opponents. But that would be the main thing. So sort of the crossover allowing you uh, for different sub-factions. Hmm. Well, now I got the historical corner for you. <laughs> since you since you mentioned the agitators to, to annoy people. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> this wasn't in the script. Well, mm -hmm. uh, there there was um, a person in Venice known as the Pitima. Pitima was a job. Uh, well, when you didn't honor a debt, your creditors could hire 
these these people usually they were poor fellows and um, poor people well they got dressed in red and their job was to follow the victim and um uh, say lamentations of uh, how unfaithful uh, and, 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 and uh, how is a bad uh, bad payer and uh, the debts that he that he had. So you have all day long this this person behind <laughs> you ruin your trades, you need your reputation uh, until you 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 um, you paid your debts. And this this victim could stay attached to you all day long. And there were laws protecting the PTMI. You you could you couldn't just beat him because you were arrested in that case. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> A new character idea, the PTMI. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> but Pulcinella way. So yeah. sorry. <laughs> this was a funny story, but I mean yeah. what when you talk about when you say it about uh, annoying people. Yeah. <laughs> wow. PTMI. Okay. <laughs> but that wasn't your your idea, right? No, it wasn't my it wasn't my idea. But it, I think it was sharing because because yeah. you said yeah, so. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I got a couple of ideas about uh, models uh, available for the guild. But the first mm. one actually is not only for the guild. It's the Maya is a model that is available to all factions without being a gifted. Uh, and you know, you gave me the idea of this kind of model because uh, everything in Carnevale is um, is secretive, is hidden, and uh, to keep things secretive and hidden, you need informers. And there is a person all along the history of Venice, but in, of the world, who can be hidden in plain sight. And I mean, it's the beggar. Mm -hmm. My idea is uh, of a henchman with very, very, very bad stats, uh, but with a rule that prevents um, the enemy to attack him unless they got attacked first or the, this beggar scores uh, something like an agenda or a victory point. Anything. Let's, let's say that unless the beggar becomes a threat, he won't be attacked. So this is the first the, the first rule for him, uh, negligible, let's say. The other one is that he's an informer. He is the ears and uh, the eyes of uh, of his gang uh, on the streets of Venice. So um, my rule idea for this beggar is um, to give an additional automatic success on initiative rolls because he provides intel. So your gang is always a step ahead of of, of his enemies. And um, well, this is this is an idea for for a character available to all factions, guild included. Yeah. Well, the character that I really wish to see in the guild is uh, is a profession that actually were were uh, were done in banks. And I I told I already talked about it when uh, when I when I talked about. Uh, Venetian that anecdotes and uh, strange histories, and I mean, for the guild, I want to see the stoer, the stove man. He was a sort of common people uh, surgeon, uh, medic. Uh, his primary job actually was to initially was to cut nails. That's why he had this this stove always uh, always on with uh, hot water. 
but in the end he became a sort of surgeon and uh, a sort of yes a, a poor man medic he was more dangerous for his patients than uh, for the diseases that we he, he tried to cure <laughs> but <laughs> I think that can be easily translated into a charter with a unique action, uh, unique kill action, actually, available only for him. And with a success, you can replenish some life points in case of a critical success more. But in case of failure or a fumble, you are going actually to, to hurt your, uh, your friendly characters. Mm-hmm. I think that in the guild, since they are lacking magic, uh, a mechanic like healing can be interesting, just interesting. I I don't know. Yeah, and I think it's funny because he would give a little bit of a uh, chaos in this whole thing. Maybe I don't know. The this heal action can be mind based, but give the guy poor mind like three or four. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like the idea of this guy running around with this stove. <laughs> trying to heal everybody. <laughs> Failing <Team at> them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Maybe even fighting with the stove. Like giving him giving him a, a blast weapon or something. <laughs> Hot water maybe. Hot I don't water. Know. Yeah, he can throw it. Or or maybe give just give the, the medicine to the um, to you, maybe you can try to heal your enemies too. For <laughs> yeah. a failure. Try to, to cut their nails. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, like, laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, well, you know what? what yeah, when, we, when we don't. People... Yeah, tell me, there, tell aren't me. A, there aren't a lot of like. Uh, the only healing characters are usually via magic. Mm-hmm. But you could, uh, I think I, li- I like it, especially with the dangers involved. It's fun. Yeah. Yes, it's fun. Yeah. Well, there is another way to heal damages. It's vampiric attack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, way, yeah. way, way funnier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Nice. So, right. Yeah, we're looking forward to to make this uh, this episode with the questions and uh, ideas for new models for the the faction that we already covered. Yeah. I think that we can we can easily do that, uh, and uh, we're yeah. we're going to, to <laughs> yeah, we're going to to do that for for. For those, and um, yeah, maybe, maybe that... we should ask that they make the questions not not too broad, so we have to reanalyze the entire three entire factions. <laughs> no, that would, be, that would be a daunting task. Yes. No. So 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 make the questions a bit specific. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Okay, Is anything yeah. else that you want to add to our discussion? Yeah. Let's, let's look at the, the guild here. Yeah, I think we, we talked a lot about the guild. I mean, we're in the third episode. Uh, they are, they might may not seem very diverse uh, because they're all like citizens, sort of humans with with day jobs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But they are very interesting and I think very, they can make some really strange, fun and interesting gangs and yeah. I, I love I, I love the guilds, yeah. Especially thieves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're great. Let's hope that more thieves are going to be released soon. Yeah, a, a couple of a couple of would be nice, but a couple, yes. Yeah, 
I got, I got great expectation for for the blood in the water and the the new the new characters that they tease us. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, I hope some sort of smuggler. Yeah. Yeah, cool. the smuggler one is 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 interesting. It's smuggler like. Okay, who knows? Yeah. Whereas, what do you think? Are we closing this episode? Or? I think we should close the episode. I yeah, think we've I think we uh, talked enough about the guild now. And, uh, then we should think about the next faction focus hmm. and see. To be honest, and I may already tell this to the viewers, I think it's going to be the Vatican because they had the last update. Mm, I think so. Probably would be easier for us to. I I really don't want to to see a faction review completely to be start over again because. Uh, the day after we release uh, the the patrician faction review, they change yeah. a lot of things. I I will just cry. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you, and I think the 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 patricians should have a little update. Uh, in my opinion, these on a few things. So, and the, the, the Vatican just had one. So. Yes. Yeah. So the the latest update was the was for, actually yes, it was for the Vatican. So. Yeah. yeah. I think it's more logic to to go with the Vatican, but I think that we are going to to write it on the on our Facebook page too. Yeah. Well, so guys, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for staying with us during this incredible journey into the best faction of Carnevale, of course. Prove me wrong, Renz. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. I, I think that the guild is is amazing and it. it it was worth the the task of uh, doing three episodes talking about it because it's a mainstay in um, in in the whole carnival setting. Yeah. It's the people, so. Yeah. And uh, so, guys, thanks for staying with us. Uh, thanks for listening to us because we talked so much. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as always. Uh, take a look at venicebyrentlife.com it's an amazing source and uh, it's an amazing blog run by our friend Donald uh, who is the one who made the tabletop simulator mod for Carnevale check it out, it's great and uh, of course Carnevale app is uh, the main website where you can find things on uh, about the, our favorite game fa- favorite game, sorry and I want to mention uh, uh, my my good friend Marco website too, Coral Miniatures. Uh, I'll uh, put a handy link in the description of the episode. I want I want to share with you the, the awesome work that Marco is doing with uh, with this test of honor, uh, test of honor line uh, of units. If you want to play very 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 tiny soldiers, test of honor probably is going to fit you well. Well, Renz, anything else that you want to add? No, no, I think uh, think it's all done now. Excellent, guys. So, thanks for staying with us. And uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you know, Facebook page, uh, the, the email is monsterbtn at gmail.com. Um, thank you very much. And arrivederci a Venezia. Arrivederci a Venezia. Better. Wow. <laughs>